my auntie. Man, a lot of times people don't take advantage of the help they have. So I pray all the women will show up and have a good time. And she's like, are you coming? I'm like, I don't want to hear all that clucking. (laughs) 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 Thanks, Tim. I needed some help on that. Uh, But uh, they're going to have a good time, and she's going to pray, and it's going to be great. So I pray pray for that. Uh, We're still talking about faith. I got enough faith for you to last for a while uh, because I'm realizing something. I'm finding new stuff about it every day. And I realized that a few things that I thought, they weren't necessarily wrong, but they weren't complete. And so also, uh, I had this debate this week with, uh, with the Holy Spirit, and I lost. And uh, so I want to share a little bit of it. Uh, Auntie Hebrews 11, uh, let's go. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do look, not look, see. Look, guys, faith is what makes real the things we hope for. It is proof of what we cannot see. Faith, faith makes real the things that we hope for. There's no proof of it, and, there, and it hasn't even been any uh, thing around you that, have made, that has become different. But, but faith is the things that we hope for, and it, it gives proof to what we can't see that it will be true. Now look at this next verse, go. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. Now he's saying, this is what the heroes of old, I gotta do this where you guys, I won't sound crazy and you guys will get it. He says the people, uh, uh, the heroes of the Bible of old, they had faith and they pleased God because of this fact. By faith they understood that the universe was formed by God's command. So that what is seen was not made of what was visible. Meaning that he didn't, when he formed the universe, he didn't take tools and cre- he just spoke the universe into existence. And, and, and faith helps us understand that God created the whole world by his command. This means that the things we see were not made of something we cannot see. So, so this is what I realized. When people go, well, this God thing is for me. It's, it's, it's for me. I don't know about you and everybody else, but it's for me. It's what I believe. As for me and my house, we serve the Lord. All that sounds great, but what I'm realizing is that that's the wrong attitude. You have to say that this God thing is true, period. Mm-hmm. That all other things are flawed when compared to God. So what this is saying is that Christians look at the whole world and how the world reacts and how the world happens and they, and they understand the science, and they understand the Big Bang theories, and they've heard all that, but they've come to the conclusion that it only has to be a God. It's, it cannot be explained other than there's a God. When you see a child being born, and I've seen three, you go, it's a God, because I don't know how that's happening. When you see birds know when to leave and when to come back, you say, it's a God. They, when, when you, when, as the Bible says that everything reproduces after its kind. So how come apples can't make pears? Because God said it couldn't. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's like, how come goats can't make rabbits? Because God said they couldn't. Right. So it's like, how do everybody know that? How, when, you, when you look at the world, and, the, and that's why you have to get out your little neighborhood and go see something. When you see something greater than you, when you see something massive or big, and you go, man, it's got to be a guy. When I remember flying over Salt Lake City, and I was like, man, it looks so weird. It's just patches of salt in this lake. It's a salt lake. 
And then you're like, man, it's got to be a God. When you look at the clouds and how everything works, it's got to be a God. When you look at seasons change, it's got to be a God. It's not that it's just right for me. It's just what I believe. I don't know what everybody else believes. but it's what, No, it's right, period. Those of us who have faith realize something, that it is faith is just, God is just, period. He's not just for me. He's for you who don't even believe. Amen. Faith says that God is real. Yes. Everything else is flawed. And I've thought about it. See, this is, this is the thing that, I, that I, I, I used to believe. I used to believe that faith is just something you just believe. Don't think too hard, just believe. And I realized that we were taught that. All of you were taught that. You were taught to just go by faith. Don't walk by what you see. Just, just, just have faith. And you don't, don't think about it too long. It's going to hurt your faith. And I'm going, man, I'm starting to realize something. Faith is very much about thinking, mm-hmm. reasoning, and rationally, rationally thinking about things, rationalizing things. Faith really is, a lack of faith is not too much thinking, it's a lack of thinking. All right. I just messed you all up. <laughs> I just unplugged all your history of what you thought faith is. Faith is really, it's not that we, see you think too much and your faith gets damaged. No, you don't think enough. He says, by faith, they understand, meaning they've thought about it. They've rationalized it in their head. They they've came to a conclusion with intellect that everything was made by God. Everything was just formed by his, his voice, that he spoke that. And so if he did that, then my little issues don't matter. See, faith is very much about thinking. When I used to think it was about, no, you just believe. No, you just trust God. You don't have to understand it. No, you do have to understand it. I'm going to prove it. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Let me show you something. No, before we go there, back up. Uh, double O, go to Hebrews. Go back to Hebrews. But go to chapter 6. Let me show you this. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. Why? Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. And that he rewards them who seek him. Now, it is saying, listen, without faith, you will never make God happy because you won't believe that he's real. Amen. Faith starts with your understanding and belief that God is who he says he is. Amen. And then he rewards those who seek him. So what if I don't seek you? I'm not going to reward you. Right. So it's like faith is this. Faith is saying, God, here's the thing. In life. People believe that life just happened. We are an accident that some bang happened in the world has just existed. And, and then people just go through life in some kind of way. Humans are being, uh, you have babies. And, and it's like, if you think about it, you got to think about it. It doesn't make sense to think that. Something had to do this. Amen. This couldn't have just happened. Mm-hmm. Something had to have done this. Amen. But see, what happens is, Our minds go, we can't form it around the fact that we believe that God said, let us make man in our own image and our own likeness. And then he made this one man and then he made this one woman and all of us happen. Okay, that does sound kind of far fetched, but you tell me another way. You're going to go scientific. 
that something, some molecules or some atoms blew up and then everything formed? It doesn't make sense. Right, right. That don't make sense. Uh, trust me, the God thing sounds a little far-fetched, but what you're saying really don't make sense. So when you come to conclusions with intellectual people, what they do, they take all the intellectual properties and they make a decision based on what makes the most sense. And I'm saying, man, we, we're not an accident. Right. Where do we come from? And then it says, man, you got to believe that he is before anything begins to happen in your life with him. Amen. Most of you have lost your faith in Santa Claus. <laughs> Why? Because you thought about it. I remember, you ever remember when your kids get, they go, no, we get to knock off the Santa Claus stuff. It was easy with me. Santa Claus ain't coming to the hood. I just don't buy it. It just don't, it don't make sense. And my, my mom would write the little thing, from Santa. Mom, this ain't from Santa. Come on, mom. Now, how does he do it? He's not. And then and it's like, knock it off. And, I, and knock it off because I've rationalized it. I've reasoned it. So here it is. I can't reason God away. Amen. People are trying, but you can't, you can't do it. My voice is so high today. I'm soprano. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I'm like listening to me going, why is my voice so high? So it's like, it's like it, it, faith, you must believe that he is and that you have to reward, you get rewarded as you seek him because you believe that he is. He's real. Sometimes I have to tell myself, no, Ken, this isn't no wives' tale. Right. He is really who he says he is, and you better do the same thing. Because sometimes life just gets us to a place where we go, is it a really? A, God, are you really? Right. You know you do it. Mm -hmm. So what happens? Faith is very much thinking about things. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Stay quiet on this one. I just want you to think about it. I'm about to mess your, all your theology up. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 6. Auntie. Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. And it says, it says, also, it says so also be cheerful. As long as we are in these bodies, we are away from the Lord. That's nothing to be cheerful about. Right. I, was, I, was just, I woke up today praying, I wish you'd come back, Jesus. Amen. Today. I know it's sunny and I know spring is coming. Chris is excited. You know, and all <laughs> that. And it's like, man, I want Jesus to come back. Amen. I wish you'd come back like now. Wouldn't you? You're in church. <laughs> Jesus might come back and go, oh, you're in church. Come on. Great. Good job. <laughs> and it's like, man, I want him to come back right now. Forget my money. Forget my plans. Hear me on this one. Forget my children. Mm -hmm. A lot of you don't want Jesus to come back because you worry. Oh, what about my kids? What about them? Make sure they love the Lord. They'll be fine. Amen. It's like, man, I want him to come back now because this, this is what I want in my life. I want to know what it is to live a day without sin. Amen. Yes. Without sin around me, without sin in me. I don't even, I can't imagine what that feels like. I wish he would come back right now and end all this turmoil. Amen. Then I can stop getting older. I can not be hungry anymore. I can walk on streets paved with gold. Uh, he can transform the earth back to the way he wanted it to be because the meek shall inherit the earth. Right. And he can set up his kingdom and he can sit on the throne. And I want him to come back right now. 
Forget this. What do you want? What do you want more than that? Well, I want to finish my career. Your career stinks compared to Jesus coming back. Well, I, well, I want to go on my vacation that's set in June. Are you serious? I mean, people actually think that. I don't, well, I don't want them to come back now, not because they want somebody else to know God who don't. It's because they got some plans. Right, right. Forget your plans. I ain't got no plans. If Jesus came back right now, I'm good to go. Amen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tired of this? Aren't you tired of this? Mm -hmm. And I live a great life, but I'm tired of it. Yeah. We're sitting on the phone yesterday debating for an hour about where we're going on vacation. And I'm like, Jesus, I hope you come back before this happens. <laughs> my kids gonna drive me crazy. <laughs> an hour, we're debating. And man, Courtney and Kendra's, oh boy. They go at it. And I'm sitting there like, this ain't gonna... Would you figure this, this ain't rocket science? <laughs> Jesus, come back, so I won't have to go. <laughs> come on, Jesus, come back. I have to get me on course. Come on. For we live by faith, not by sight. So we walk by faith, that we actually live by faith, not by sight. And I was thinking, man, I don't have no example. And then God gave me one. I remember one day Chris was over and she was working on my back because my back was jacked. I get this thing in my neck and she gets it out. And Chris, I, I mean, I, I mean uh, Shirley, I'm sorry, Shirley. And Shirley's got magical hands, yes, man. Yes, she does. Amen. And she's stronger than ox. She'll kill you. But, but, <laughs> but it's like, and so Shirley's getting that thing out. And I'm like, oh, Shirley, you're killing me. And then she goes, Pastor, it's a knot in your back. I'm like, it's a knot in my back. And she hits it. And she's like, yeah, you feel that? And I'm like, yeah, I feel that. She's like, it's pretty big. You need to get that checked. So I go to the doctor, and, it, and they go, oh, you got, a, you got some fatty tissue after they took the x-ray and everything that's hanging off of your rib cage in the back. And he's like, do you notice any pain when you're, like, working out and stuff? And I go, yeah, a little bit. I can feel my, my, and my, my movement is not 100%. He's like, yeah, that's what it is. He's like, so it's no big deal. We'll, we'll bring you in, and we'll, we'll take it out. No problem. It's, it's a simple thing. I've done it a million times. Don't, you don't have anything to worry about. It's going to be great. He convinced me. So leave. So then it's, it's surgery day. And, it's, and Chris took me because I couldn't go by myself. So me and Chris went to the doctor. They, they, they take me in the back. And then I start to look at the knives. <laughs> and then they bring out the needles. And everybody's got on this surgical crap. Matt, the nurses are like, hi, yo, so good. Hi, Mr. Merriam, how you doing? And I'm sitting there going, why you got them straps on that table? <laughs> what are you going to do with those? And then the doctor comes in, oh, I'll see you. I, I, you won't see me. I, I'll see you when it's over. When it's <laughs> over, we ain't going to talk about this, you know? <laughs> and I can find my faith beginning to shake a little bit. Not because I had more information, Amen. Mm -hmm. but because of what I was seeing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So how do you get your faith back? Think. Amen. I begin to think. He said it's going to be simple. He said he's done it a thousand times. And he said it's just fatty tissue. He just cuts it out and that's it. I begin to think. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's done this a bunch of times, is it? You know, he, he gave me the whole run. I'm looking at this big knife. 
They got this thing that everybody's got on masks. They got this big hose about to knock me out. And, I'm, and I begin to think. Amen. Faith is about thinking. Mm-hmm. It's about reasoning and rationing. And then we've been taught that, oh, no, don't do that because it'll mess your faith up. I'm saying that a lack of faith is not too much thinking. It's not enough thinking. All right. I began to think, and my faith came back. Yeah, knock me out. Let's get this done. Woke up, and I'm like, drunk is all get back. I don't know what they gave me. I'm a, I, told, I don't know what I told Chris on the way home. I was still drunk on the way home. <laughs> And I'm like, Chris was like, dude, I can't even leave you. You so messed up. But I mean, I I don't know. So I don't know what they gave me, but man, I felt good. (laughs) Anyway, anyway. So so what happened was it wasn't that I had more information. It was only because of what I was looking at. Mm -hmm. So what happens is what shakes your faith is the information of just what you're seeing that produces this information. And you know what happens? Thinking, is, worry is thinking gone bad. Yes, it is. That's what worry is. Worry is you're, you're thinking about something, but then it, it's like that food in the refrigerator in the back that you got was back there, and then you pull it out, and you're like, oh my, this thing is green. <laughs> faith, worry is faith or thinking gone bad. Mm-hmm. And, the God, and then what does it do? It produces fear. And then God says, I haven't given you the spirit of fear. That's not me. All right, all right. See how it all works together? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that I was getting more information that made me shaky. It's just what I was saying. So he says, we walk by faith, not by all the stuff you're looking at. Right. Hallelujah, somebody. But you got to think. The only way you keep your faith is to think about it. We are confident, I say, and will prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. Uh So we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. So we're confident that, you know what, God says, he says what he says, he says what our outcome will be if you believe, and we have confidence in that. We got confidence that we will be in his presence, but until then, we make it our goal to please him. Yes. Until he gets us out of here, because he's made us a promise that he will. He made us a promise that when you die, you will see him. Mm-hmm. To be absent from the body is to be present with, with the, the Lord. Lord. But so many people are afraid to die. Because why? Because maybe they're not sure about their circumstance, or, or maybe they're just afraid of what's next, or maybe they don't want to leave the people around them, but it's like, it's, it's like, man, it's that reassurance. I remember my grandmother, uh, Auntie Val, um, when, when grandma was, uh, and I was in there by myself with her, and I'm like, she couldn't talk. I'm like, grandma, it's okay. I can't keep looking at you like this. Mm-hmm. Grandma, you got to get out of here. You, you, you know where you're going. Right, right. I left the hospital, huh? She was gone in two hours. Mm-hmm. I know what my grandma is. Yes, yes. <laughs> that I don't have no doubt about. Yes. It's like, man, why do we cling to this life so much? We, we got to make it our goal to please them so we can see them. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Yes. <laughs> Let me see where I'm going to go. Go to Matthew chapter 
6, verse 24. So wait a minute, the orthodox teaching of faith is don't think, just believe. Not right. Uh, you you got to think about this. So here's Jesus. He says, here I got these people who have no faith. And so he starts out with this, Auntie, in verse 24. Come on. No one can serve two masters. Nobody can serve two masters now. Now, either you're going to hate one and you're going to love the other, mm -hmm. or you'll be devoted to one and you'll despise the other. You, you guys see that? Yeah. And he's not talking about Buddha. He ain't talking about Confucius. Mm -hmm. he he's not talking about Elijah Muhammad. Right. He goes, you can't serve both God and your cash flow. Amen. You know what the biggest God in people's life is money. Amen. Amen. And the pursuit of money and the reason for. Mm -hmm. All right. Everybody see that? Mm -hmm. Everybody. Money is the biggest pursuit. I'm, notice, I'm noticing on television now how every other commercial is about investments. Because mm -hmm. they know that people are just dying to have money. And people are so afraid that when they retire, they won't have enough money. And people, it, it is never enough money. Mm -hmm. money, is a, money is a very big God. Yes, it is. Come on, Auntie. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. It's not life more than food and the body more than clothes. He's saying, therefore, because now you know you can't serve both, why do you always worry about the essentials, eating, drinking, where you're going to wear, where you're going to live, what you're going to drive, where you're going to work, how much money you're going to have, what your bank account looks like. He, he, see, if, he was, if Jesus was telling this story today, he would go, man, all you worry about is life. You just worry about how you're going to entertain, how you're going to go up north, how you're going to afford the camper, how you're going to afford. And, and Jesus is going, that's all you think about. Mm-hmm. See, and you don't understand that that becomes God, but you can't serve them both. Amen. And the world is consumed by how am I going to make it? Mm-hmm. Consumed by it. I mean, people, I told somebody this week, I'm like, how much money do you need? I look at my life and I go, man, I don't make what I used to make. And, then, and back then, everything was a little cheaper. And on top of that, I don't make what I used to make, but my life hasn't changed at all. Amen. It really hasn't. I just go, man, I'm just not stupid with money anymore. Right. Now, Jay-Z said, more money, more problems. That's, that's <laughs> really what it is. And it's like, man, it's like, and it's, it's actually true because it's like, man, I realized something. Staying in the house saves you money. Yes, it, yes, it does. COVID <laughs> taught me something. <laughs> I was sitting there yesterday. I stayed home all day yesterday. And I'm sitting by myself, and it was great. And I, and, and I was sitting there, and I'm washing clothes, and I'm doing my little thing. And I'm, and I'm going, man, you know, it's a great day. I should probably go somewhere. But every time I go somewhere, I spend $100. Amen. Yep. Sometimes just stay home. Oh, I know what it is. Your home's not comfortable. Wow. When Julian's home, he, Julian attracts a crowd. But sometimes I can send him away. And it's, <laughs> when Courtney's home, Courtney's a great roommate. She don't bother me. We think about the same thing. But sometimes she's just there. <laughs> and then when I have these moments where I can be, I'm by myself, it's like, this is great. 
<laughs> love my children, love them to death. But I'm like, this is, this is really nice. <laughs> Ken, it's nice. Dad, you should go somewhere. No, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> How much money do you need? I mean, seriously. Oh, I know it produces that fear. Because when you make more money, you adjust your lifestyle. Now you have to maintain that. Mm -hmm. And then the fear is always there. That if I, you walk into your job tomorrow and they say you're gone, what are you going to do? Amen. How are you going to feel? What is that going to produce? Amen. It's going to produce something. It's going to produce the natural response to things. Mm -hmm. What is the natural response to things? Oh, shoot. <laughs> but you don't say shoot. <laughs> What's the natural response to things? What the right. heck? But you don't say heck. <laughs> what happens is, it's something that happens to us because we're natural human beings, but we got to remember we're spiritual. Mm -hmm. And if you sow to the spirit, you will reap. If you sow to the flesh, that's all you're going to respond to. Mm -hmm. What happens is when you begin to think it produces Worry, which is faith and thinking gone bad, or it produces the security, knowing that God created everything. Yes, yes. So if he created everything, this can't be beyond him. Right, right. What do you do? And Jesus is saying, man, all you care about is life. Mm -hmm. And that, and only way you live life is with money. How much money you need? I remember they came to me with this job, and they're like, man, we really want you to take this job. We're going to post it, but we really want you to take this job. And I'm like, I don't want that job. And, then, and you see, oh, we'll pay you X amount of dollars. I don't want that. I don't want the burden. My life is okay. Mm -hmm. How much money do I need? <laughs> Next verse. Look at the birds of the air. Now listen, auntie. He mm -hmm. says what? Look at the birds of the air? Yep. What do they do? They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. But he, he says that word look means this. Jesus is saying, think about this. Think. Mm -hmm. Look at the birds in the air. They don't put no money in the bank. Mm -hmm. they, they don't invest. They don't, they, don't, they don't sow or reap. And they don't store up no money in no banks. They don't, and yet and still, the Father takes care of them. Yes, yes, he does. You think they do it on their own? No, God takes care of them. Yeah. He'll even have you take care of them. Don't mm -hmm. you got bird feeders? So, he's, so Jesus is saying, not don't think, just believe. He's saying, rationalize this. Think about this. Run this through your thought process. Birds are good, and they don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Auntie, come on. Are you not much more valuable than they? Aren't you more than, don't you care about you more than birds? Everybody say amen. Amen. Next verse, auntie. Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And because of your thinking gone bad, is that making your life better? You know what I don't never worry about? Something I can't do anything about. Amen. <laughs> if it's something I can do about it, I kind of tend to, uh, I think about it a long time. It, it, sometimes it leaves me in the, oh, I got to figure that out. But if I can't do anything about it, I don't even think about it. And then, and then people will go, aren't you concerned about that? No, I can't do nothing about it. Amen. So, but I'm, baking, I'm basing my, my peace on this. By faith, we know that God created the world. Mm 
Mm-hmm. If he created the world, this right here, come on. Amen. Amen. Trying to keep my faith from spoiling. Amen. And I'm trying to make sure I keep my eyes, because I see it, but there's no new information. I'm just looking at it. Mm-hmm. There's no information in what I'm seeing that replaces the information that I have of who God is. This is way, Amen. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So some of you worry, and it's really just your thinking gone bad. You do need to think, but you're thinking about the wrong stuff. Can, you, can worrying be helpful to you at all? Nope. Next verse, auntie. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? He said, and so auntie, why are you so worried about what you're sporting? Uh, think about this. You see the flowers? on the field, and how they, don't, they don't buy, they don't go to Macy's, they don't order nothing, mm-hmm. they don't go to the Soup Depot. I love the Soup Depot. <laughs> Me and my brother go in there and we're like, oh, this is so great. It's just suits everywhere. And I don't even like wearing them, I just like buying them. <laughs> wearing them is too much trouble. You gotta, it's like, oh, I know I look marvelous in them, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like man, wearing them and I like to buy them and I like to put them together, but I don't want to wear them. But it's just, it's like, man, it's like, why are you so worried about your clothes? And, and what he's saying is, you're so concerned about superficial stuff. Because mm-hmm. some of you obviously ain't worried about no clothes. <laughs> yes, I said it. Amen, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I'm just calling. <laughs> y'all hate me now. That's okay. I think come on. Y'all, y'all country folks, y'all don't care about no clothes. Anyway, come on. They do not labor or spend. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. He says, man, you guys heard about Solomon, the richest man that ever was. Even in his finest apparel, he didn't look, he don't look better than no field full of flowers. Mm. What he's saying is, think about this. See, a lack of faith is not a lack of, it's too much thinking. It's really not enough. Mm-hmm. So when, it, when, it, when the problem presents itself, how do you think? Do you think into the level of worry, which is thinking and faith gone bad? Or do you stay in this, in this realm of, by faith, the ancestors please God. Why? Because they believe that he spoke everything into existence and he said he's who he is. There's mm-hmm. no other explanation other than God. There's no reason in life you can tell me that can get, there's no reasoning in life that will convince me that there's not a God. Amen. Just, you can't prove it by science. Science is too flawed. Yes. There's some things you can't explain. Right. Why, they, they're trying to figure out why the human body needs sleep. So they just came up with, well, it just needs to rest. And now here's science. Scientists go, no, that's not really the case. We don't know why the body needs. You know why the body needs to sleep? Because God said so. Amen. They're trying to figure out, that, you know how they're producing everything, but they can't produce life. Mm-hmm. They can try to clone and do everything. We can't make humans. Amen. Know why? Because when God formed man from the dust, he breathed life into the man. Your body goes back to where it belongs. It goes back to the dust because that's what it was formed from. Your spirit goes back to where it came from. It came from God, so that's where it goes. 
Your soul is you. Your soul can't function down here without a body, so it goes back to where who gave it to you. How do you explain it? You can't, I know why you can't make a life, because you can't produce a soul. Mm-hmm. And you don't have the spirit that blows into the soul that brings it alive. You can't do it. So explain to me. So wait a minute. That takes a lot of thinking. It's not the lack of thinking. You need to think harder. Because mm-hmm. you've been taught, no, just believe. Don't worry about it. Don't just believe it. No, I'm saying, no, you better think about it. Right. Just don't allow it to spoil. Yes. Hallelujah. Auntie, come on. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow gone, is thrown into the fire. He said, now, Auntie, he said, now, that's how God clothes the field. And actually, the field, when winter comes, it's going to be dead anyway. And, you know, they're going to cut it and everything's going to be thrown in the flower, in the fire anyway. Meaning, that's really beautiful, and it's beautiful, more beautiful than anything you can wear, but it's useless. Mm-hmm. If God does things like that just for things that are useless, you think you're useless? Hmm. Will he not much more take care of you? Because you're more than a lily in the field. He didn't yeah. make that in his image. He made you in his image. Yeah. <laughs> what Jesus is saying is, Think about it. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking. I, I went into the office. I saw the knives sitting there, and they're all shiny, and the gurney's got straps all over it. And they got all these machines beeping, beep, 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 and the nurses are like, okay, we're getting, and I'm going, oh, this, I thought this was going to be simple. And then I begin to think. Because mm-hmm. this is just what I'm seeing. Right. Hallelujah, somebody. Yes. I think, come on. So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? So stop worrying about life so much. Come on. For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Because those who don't know God, that's all they care about, and you sound just like them. Amen. You're just as consumed as they are. You might say, I live in a house with somebody who's like that. Okay, but don't you be like that. Mm-hmm. Be the balance. Tell them to stop. Tell them how much is enough. We don't need that. People are in this dire. See, there's this one thing written in the Constitution that, that drives me nuts. It is the pursuit of happiness. That's all we do. Mm-hmm. We just want to be happy. That's why, that's why you couldn't wear a mask, because you're not happy. I need to be happy in America. Mm-hmm. So pursuit of happiness sometimes produces a butthole. (laughs) Marilyn, I was real careful with that. See, the pursuit of happiness doesn't mean you should be this just ignorant person Mm -hmm. because I want to be happy. Mm -hmm. Man, it's like sometimes you got to care about somebody else other than your happiness. Right. Oh, man. Somebody orders some food, it comes back wrong, and they're all bent out of shape. Oh, this is not what I want. They're going to spit on your stuff in the back. <laughs> but it's like, man, it ain't that serious. Just. Amen. You know what calms people down when they get all upset? You just tell them this. Are you mad? You <laughs> mad over this? We're at a piston game. This dude's all bent out of shape. I'm like, dude, you mad? 
over a seat when it's a thousand seats? Nobody comes to see the Pistons. <laughs> There's a thousand seats in here and you're mad? Come on, dude, you're mad? Right. And they kind of look stupid. Because you know it's stupid. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Right. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. The, the lack of faith is not too much thinking. It's not enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when stuff comes your way, think about it. But your mind has to always go back to why did the ancestors approve, God approved of them? Because they believed that this world was formed out of something that wasn't there. Amen. And you know what? Everything, you can't scientifically make that go away. There's too many questions in the world that science can't answer. The only answer is God. So God is not true to me. It's just what I believe. No, it's just true, period. Amen. <laughs> I think I'm almost done. Therefore, do not worry about, I'm sorry, but first seek his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. So as everything's well. not getting, you're not getting everything in your hand, and you're not, you're, maybe you're not seeking the kingdom. Maybe you're seeking the other God. Mm hmm. So stuff's not coming together, because this is a promise. Seek the kingdom first, and all these things will be given. God don't care if you have nice clothes. God don't care if you go on vacation. God don't mind if you have a nice house. God don't care if you're driving nice vehicles. God don't care. God won't. He'll bless you. He don't care. But it, what God cares about is, what God did you lean to the hardest to get it? And I'm not saying you pray to God like he's a genie. Mm-hmm. Lord, I need a car rubbing the lamp. I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is your father knows what you have need of. Yes. He's going to give you what you have need of. He's promised that. Right. But what you have need of will be good for you. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Some of you didn't need that house. You wanted it. Amen. And now you got to pay for it. So what's happened? Now you're serving that other guy because you can't budge because you can't pay for it. So if something happened and it came up and go, hey, guys, listen, uh, a family just got burnt out. We need to raise them 10 grand really quick. Could you do it? Or is everything so tight you couldn't even budge? You can't put nothing in on it. Who are you serving? Amen. I know it's steps on your, on, your, on your Nikes. I know that. But it's like I'm trying to help you. Because mm -hmm. he says specifically there's another God. Yes. And we serve them because rationally we don't think. We don't think that God will take care of us. We walk by what we see. And what we see is, man, his bills keep coming. What we see is, man, I just got this other credit card bill. When we see, and then you think about it, you did it. Amen. Amen. I'm light as a feather right now. I got no debt. I got one credit card. I owe about 200 bucks on it. That stupid thing outside and the dumb thing that I live in. That's it. <laughs> and all of them can go at any moment. <laughs> any moment. And it's like, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm light as a feather. Amen. No, why? Because I realized something. Canaan, why do you keep buying stuff? Well, because it's nice. <laughs> don't think about it. Why do you keep buying stuff? Are you looking for approval? No, nah, I don't need nobody's approval. Then why are you buying stuff? Does it make, does, does clothes make the man? Or does the man make the clothes? Amen. Why, why are you buying stuff that 
you, man, it was so bad, I would buy things over and didn't even remember I bought it. <laughs> but here's what I realized. That's years ago. I've been way done with that. But this is what I realized. My closets are still full of stuff. Mm -hmm. I got more shoes than you can. Courtney? Yeah. Courtney's got one closet. I got three. <laughs> I got more stuff than I need. And it's not even on my mind anymore. Amen. God will give it to you anyway because he says the kingdom. Seek the kingdom. Yes. And I know you like that stuff. I'll give it to you. But seek the kingdom. Get it from this God. Don't chase, don't chase that God. Right, right, right. And I'll make sure you eat. I'll make sure you. Hallelujah. Somebody. Hallelujah. But what happens, God, if, it have, if half my income leaves for some reason? I'll make sure you eat. I'll make sure. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't lose a beat. Wait a minute. Uh, when, I had, when we had double income, life was going like this. And then now we don't have double income, but life's still going like that. All right. <laughs> and, I, and it's like, man. Because I realized something. You created the heavens and the earth. And there's no rational way I can rationalize that out of my head because I think about it. Mm -hmm. So therefore, this is nothing. <laughs> Life is nothing. The Bible says the way of a transgressor is hard. Mm -hmm. Someone whose mind isn't made up and is not willing to do the right things. Mm -hmm. Auntie, I'm almost done. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. So stop worrying about tomorrow. Man, everybody, anybody used to do this? I remember when I, when I was working a lot, Sundays would be great, and then right around 4.30, I'll be, oh, I got to work tomorrow. And you start getting ready to go to work. The rest of your day shot, because you in your mind is, oh. <laughs> you know you did. You know you did. And it's like, oh, it's like, don't worry about it. Just, just do the day. Just get through the day. Just tomorrow's you're gonna have to worry. Tomorrow's got its own issues. But today, we just gonna do the day. Everybody say amen to that one. Auntie, come on. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Tomorrow have a whole nother trouble that we will ignore. Come on, Auntie. That's it. That's it. So therefore. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is saying, listen, you guys don't have no faith. Know why you don't have any faith? Because you don't think. But wait a minute, faith is just believing. No, it's not. Faith is the reassurance that God is who he says he is, and you know that because that's why you never will please him without faith. Mm -hmm. Because you won't believe not only that he is who he says he is, but he can do everything he says he can do. Mm -hmm. And so it's like if your child, you tell your child, hey, I'm going to do this. And they come up and say, I don't believe you. Boy, you know you'll be bent out of shape. You'll be so mad. My kids better not never tell me they don't believe me when I tell them something. But the only way they would do that is if I failed them over history. Right, right. But since God has never failed you over history, why do you tell them that? So, he, so we do God the same way. He goes, no, I got it. And then we go, oh, Lord, I, I got faith, but. Right. And God's like, man, what if your child said, you said, no, we're going to eat at five. And they go, no, I don't believe. <laughs> you don't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever not? Oh, you, I, you don't believe. <laughs> 
My nine-year-old son better not ever tell me he don't believe me. And God is going, you better not ever tell me you don't believe me. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? He's our father. Yes. Lord, I believe you. You better. Because <laughs> without faith, son, you won't believe me. You, and you won't please me because you're doubting me. Mm-hmm. And Jesus comes along who's the author and the finisher of believing. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you guys don't have no faith. Know why? You don't think. <laughs> Come on up. Man, I remember teaching being in the Pentecostal church, Auntie, huh? Because, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, you just believe God. Just trust in the Lord. Baby need a pair of shoes. Even got a light bill due. Even got a gas bill too. Telephone disconnect. Everything going to be all right. That's what they do. And just believe. Just believe. Just don't look at your circumstances. Just believe. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, just believe. <laughs> and then wondering why every time something would happen, it would rock my faith. And I realized something. You ain't thinking, dude. Mm-hmm. Jesus comes along and says, think about it. Wait a minute, take a minute and rationally think about it. No, rationally think. We know that heaven and earth been created with something else. It's not science. Man had nothing to do with it. That's right. And then when we do see something, it doesn't mean you got more information. It's just you're looking at it. And that, that thing is reflecting information back, and it's up to you to receive which one it is. One or two things are going to happen. You're going to begin to worry. Or you're going to begin to Allow faith to kick in. You know what thinking is? It's the thermostat to your faith. In my house, I'll set the house you know, at nighttime, 70 degrees, 69, whatever. Just try to keep the house. You know, I don't want to cook it because, you know, I ain't paying $3,000 for no gas. But it's like you set that thing, and what happens at night when it drops under, your thermostat says, nope, we're going back to 70. Mm-hmm. Reality says the house has dropped to 69. But, but the thermostat goes, nope, we're going back to 70. And thermostat goes, I thought about it. Amen. And so I'm going to click on the faith that's going to get it back to 70. All right. So your thinking controls your faith that kicks on and makes the thing happen. So when something in life comes and it goes, wow, that's crazy. It's dropped everything down. It's cold. And then your thinking goes, nope, we didn't get this back up to 70. I'm thinking about it based on real things, not my imagination. Or No, it's based on reality. The reality is we can get this house back to temperature. Mm-hmm. Because when I click you on, warm air is going to come and put it back up. And when we get it back up, we'll go off. But it will always go back down. Life is never going to stop coming at you. But you got this thermostat and you got a furnace. 
the thermostat is your thinking. Mm -hmm. The furnace is your faith. All right. So why are you so worried about stuff? Why are you so concerned about it? Why are you so scared? Why you just don't know? Why you get so nervous? I, I know why. Is it because you're thinking about it too much? No, you're not thinking enough. Father, we give you glory and praise, and we thank you, Lord, for your presence today. Help us to understand. That's why it says in all thy getting, get an understanding. And everything you want to get, make sure understanding is the main thing you want to get. Amen. It says, by faith, one gave a better offering than the other. Realizing what? That God created everything, and he spoke everything into existence. And it says, by faith, Noah built an ark. While every, in, in, in total sunshine with everybody laughing at him. Mm -hmm. There's no evidence of rain, but he built it anyway. Based on what? Faith. Based that he was told by the one who created everything. Mm -hmm. See, faith is not your, you, oh, you're thinking about it too much. Oh, auntie, no, don't think about it too much. Just believe. No, auntie, I'm saying think about it. Mm -hmm. When trouble comes, think about it. When stuff comes your way, think about it. When stuff goes wrong, Kimberly, think about it. Tell them when it goes bad, think about it. Chris, when you don't get it, think about it. Amanda, when you don't understand, think about it. Matt, when you can't figure it out, think about it. Shirley, stuff come your way, you just got to think about it. Sarah, when it hits you in the face, think about it. Cuz, all my cousins, when it comes to you, you got to think about it. Sam, you got to think about it. Bicers, you got to think about it. Surely you got to think about it. Harry, you got to think about it. My sisters, you got to think about it. Think about it. Think. Don't stop thinking. Think. Holly, think about it. Sandy, think about it. Lainey, you got to think about it. Vicky, Mark, Mike, think about it. Smile at them, Ed, just think about it. Rye bread, you got to think about it. 007, you got to think about it. <laughs> and then the reassurance will come, I promise. Then your thermostat will kick on. I promise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm done. I remember when Courtney first came home. I'm like, Courtney, we just got to think about it. We got to change the way you think. Hallelujah. I'm so, I'm so proud of my kid. I don't know what to do. Yes. You got to change the way you think. So Marilyn, I would make her cry. Because I'm mean. But what I was trying to do is get her to see something. You got to think about it. Rita, just think about it. Tell your kids to think about it. Everybody think about it. Think. Think. Beth, think. Think. If he's taking care of birds, are you kidding me? <laughs> think. I think the silliest thing is God has every 
hair on your head number. I think that's so silly. And God is saying, think. If I can think of that, you think your situation is greater than something that is unexplainable. You know I created everything and you know it. Don't you be on YouTube and let them talk you out of it. Amen. There's no scientific proof that can get me away. Think. Think. <laughs> Faith is very much about reasoning. Rationally looking at things. Investigating things. To the point where you are so reassured because all of the evidence fails in comparison. Yes. To the true and living God. True living God. So just think. Not worry. Think. And the Lord will bless us. So Lord, I give you glory and praise. For starting our mindsets. So Lord, we say bring it on because you know what? Uh, you've overcome the world and we serve the most high. There's people, that's things that are high, but we serve the most high. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yes, there are different kings, but we serve the king of kings. Yes, Hallelujah. Yes. We, yes, I understand that things are big, but, we, but Lord, nothing, the Bible says that nothing goes around you. Nothing, you're too high to go around. To, I mean, however, you're too wide to go around. You're too deep to go under. There's no way around you. Yes. No way around you. Just think. Just think for a second. And then another thing we can think about is what happened two years ago when you had trouble? You got out of that. What happened before when something was going wrong? You got, he got you done. He got you through with that. You think he's going to quit now? Jesus. Think. Lord, help us to think. Faith is very much about reasoning. It's not about your emotional response. Amen. Your emotional, your emotional response is only going to produce worry. Your emotional response is taking that food out the refrigerator and sitting it on the counter. It's going to go bad. So, Lord, help us in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. Amen.